Hello, hello, and welcome to Twin Flame Transformation. My name is Michelle, and I will be your host and guide. On today's podcast, I want to talk about the story and narrative we have around Twin Flames and how the story is often what creates our suffering. And I also want to look at the meaning behind 1111. And as a side note, as I typed in episode 83 to record this podcast, I realized that 8 plus 3 is 11. And that was not at all planned, but probably for the universe it was. So, okay, so let's get started. So many of us, right, find this concept of twin flames when we search for answers around a deep connection we have with someone we've fallen in love with, right? And this connection is so intense and otherworldly And there's usually a sense of soul familiarity and a deep knowing with this other person. And it just doesn't make sense with everything else we've learned about love and life. And so we search for a deeper meaning. And this is also when so many of us find ourselves seeing 1111 everywhere. So I know that finding this twin flame concept gave me a sense of peace, right? It gave me a landing place where I could put all of what I was feeling and going through into a container so I could make sense of it. But then, as the human condition is conditioned to do, I wanted to know the outcome and how my story ends, right? Because so for for many of us, we were taught to believe that love equals a marriage or being together in quote unquote happily ever after. And to sit and just be with love and not know what the outcome is can be really challenging. And so we grab on tightly to a story or a concept to give us a sense of safety. And like on this twin flame journey to give us, you know, a landing place on this like intense and vulnerable journey. So first of all, what is this twin flame concept exactly? So I'll share how I see it. But I also want to add that this is just my understanding of it from where I am today. You may see it differently. This all may change. But the concept as I understand it today is that twin flames were once one soul that then split in two and those two souls came down to earth in two separate bodies. And I do believe we are all, all humans, all souls are split from the same source, which is divine source consciousness. As Rumi says, as the, as the beautiful poet Rumi says, you are not a drop in the ocean. You are the entire ocean in a drop. So everyone on earth is a drop of the same ocean. Our twin flame and ourselves, I believe, are just a drop that has split into two drops. So we are more connected to that twin flame drop than any other drop in the ocean. But ultimately, we're all of the same consciousness. So I know that when I was doing my twin flame research, I came across many additional stories that were attached to the twin flame concept. Some of those are... Um, you're supposed to be together in this lifetime, right? Like if you're, if you've met your twin flame, then you're supposed to be together, you will be together. Or another story is, or you have a mission together, right? You have a purpose to do together. Or if you're not together, then you're doing something wrong, right? You're not, I mean, I think I believed that early on. I was like, oh my God, there must be something wrong with me. I'm not healing enough. I'm not following these concepts enough. And you know, again, that was me giving my power away to these stories and these concepts. And it took me a while to figure out the more I healed, the more I got really clear on, wait, 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 what is true for me? 
what is my story? What really resonates as true? Because those other stories that we're supposed to be together, or we have a mission together, I mean, I definitely was lured in by that for sure, right? But here's the thing I've learned, and here's where I've gotten to. I've learned about life and spirituality. There is no such thing as supposed tos or shoulds or musts, right? I mean, there's nothing about true enlightenment that says that has any sort of rules on it. In fact, it's the opposite. It's about letting go of all of those attachments to stories and rules and being in that place of pure enlightenment and love that we are. Now, if I had to assign a purpose, like if I had to assign a purpose to the twin flame concept, and again, this is just my understanding of it. You know, I think every month I I let go of this attachment to this a little more. But if I had to assign a purpose to the twin flame concept, it would be that its purpose would be to be a spiritual path of ascension, right to enlightenment, that our twin flame triggers that in us. And, and our pull to them is to heal and clear everything that isn't love. But I also know that if we choose not to do that on this lifetime, in this lifetime, that's okay too, because that's the beauty of this human construct, free will and power of choice. And if we don't do what our soul set out to do, we get to come back and do it again and again and again. And we don't really know, unless we know, unless we're tapped into our higher self and our soul's purpose, what we came here to do this lifetime. Right? I don't believe there's a rule that says every twin flame in this lifetime is supposed to be together with their twin flame, right? That just doesn't make sense to me to think of that as an absolute rule for every twin flame. I can't, I can't understand that when I'm looking at it from a place of my soul, right? I do know that every time we expand our consciousness, we are closer to enlightenment. And every time we're closer to enlightenment, we let go of all the things that hold us down and all the rules that we were bound to, right? Because if we look at enlightenment and ascension, those don't have any attachment to a certain outcome or any supposed tos or shoulds. We should do this. We should be with our twin flame or we must be with them. We must end up with them, right? That would be the opposite of enlightenment. There's nothing about enlightenment that says you have to be with someone. It's just part of the stories that have been attached to the twin flame concept or part of concept, I guess, that says you have to be with them, right? Now, what is enlightenment, right? Enlightenment is in the light all the time, being who you truly are, which is a being of light, whole and complete, right? It's just our human facade and avatar that blocks us from our innate truth of our light. Right? It's our inner child wounds and our outdated belief systems and conditioning around love that block us from who we truly are. Now, our analytical mind might say, well, if you're the same soul and one of you becomes enlightened, then the other one would as well. I mean, that makes sense to me, right? I might buy into that. And so let's say they do, right? But when you reach enlightenment, you reach that place within you where you are whole and complete. And so in that place, there is no need to be with a specific person because the whole world becomes your twin flame. The whole world is your ocean. You are equal. 
And that connection and closeness you have with your twin flame, you now have with everyone. So what does that mean story-wise? So let's start there, right? What is the story you have around twin flames? You can ask yourself, right? And what is your personal story's outcome? What beliefs do you hold about twin flames? Do those feel true? Are those true? What feels good to you? I know for me, I can share that I was suffering when I thought things should be different than how they were. And as soon as I released myself from the story I was telling myself and that I was holding on to so tightly, my suffering stopped, like immediately. Now, it took me a minute <laughs> or a day or a cup or a week or some time to release the story, right? And over time, I can release it quickly. I can be like, ah, I'm in my ego. That's a story, right? And as soon as I release it, as soon, immediately, I become free. Now, this all doesn't mean the push and pull dynamic and the feminine masculine dynamics and all the healing we do doesn't mean that that doesn't affect your twin flame. I've actually experienced it enough, my own lived experience, and I've witnessed it enough with other people, other twin flames, to know that those dynamics are true. I believe those theories to be true because those theories are also in alignment with the laws of the universe and I've seen them work, right? But those theories never say or prove that you will be together, right? Those theories talk about energy, the flow of energy, the polarity of energy, and what happens when that energy shifts, right? Right? One pulls toward another. One gets pushed away. Uh, one gets magnetized toward the other, right? But in that magnetic pull, the magnetic pull, yes, they can be pulled to you. But what is the outcome? The outcome is our story, they can be pulled to you and you can have your own unique story, right? So we have all these twin flames on earth right now. I mean, what if we're all, I mean, what if we're all twin flames, right? But only a handful of us or a bunch of us or say a thousand of us or some people say 144,000 or 144 million. I don't know. Some people put that number with it. I, I don't know. But let's say that's true. Would it really be true, and I'm just asking this to challenge our stories and our attachments to what we think, do we really think that every single one of those is gonna, is should, must <laughs> be with their twin flame if they do their healing work, right? I mean, I don't know, right? You do your healing and you live in your sovereignty and, and, and then energetically your twin flame will be pulled to you, magnetically pulled to you. I have experienced that as true and I have seen that as true. But just because they're pulled to you, that doesn't mean it should or it's supposed to or it must end a certain way or have a certain outcome or you should be together romantically. All of those are human ideas, beliefs, and stories. In fact, if we can turn the story over to our higher self and divine source energy, we might have an outcome greater than the limited story we are currently holding around our twin flame. So I invite you to ask yourself, what is the narrative you're saying about you and your twin flame? What is the outcome you're expecting? Where did this belief come from? Now let's talk about 1111. Here's what one of my favorite teachers, Guru Singh, says about the meaning of the numbers 1111. So 11, he says, 1111 is the number in sacred geometry representing the equality of human awareness and universal awareness. This was the origin 
of the equals sign turned on its side in math equations. The date of 1111 has always been considered special for this reason, as it contains two of these equality symbols. So think about 1111 and the twin flame dynamic. Right? In order to come into union, you have to be two equals. And when you're equal, there's no need for union because you're already equal. The need for union is only necessary when there's separation. Right? That's quite a paradox. And this concept can be quite challenging for our analytical minds because we're only looking for union when we're in separation. Separation with self, separation with our body, separation with divine source energy, with God energy. When we align in our highest timeline and we are consciously in the present moment at all times, vibrating at our highest frequency and we can transmute any fear that comes our way, then we become an 11, right? One with ourselves and one with source. And as Guru Singh says, we possibly become two 11s, right? Equality with human awareness of ourselves. And the other 11 could represent universal awareness. And in that place of equality and union with ourselves, we see that we are equal and in union with the world around us. Because there's nothing about 1111 that puts two people inside a house with a picket fence or on a Zoom call with a shared purpose, right? 1111 stands on its own equal to all. 11s are a dimension of equality and sovereignty. And seeing those 11s activate something in within us, a memory in us. The vibration of equality and enlightenment that we hold changes the people around us. So what if the new story was that your twin flame was just here to activate the human awareness and universal awareness inside of you? What if you and your twin flame had to be on different parts of the earth to affect more people? What if being in separation helped more people by each twin flame being exposed to different groups, to different soul groups? What if your twin flame's karmic partner and your karmic partner benefited greatly by being with you rather than you and your twin flame being together? As you can see, I'm inviting different stories to this twin flame concept table. So I invite you to check in with your story. What is it? What is the narrative you tell yourself about the concept and about your twin flame? What story is your suffering connected to? I know this journey is unlike anything else and it causes us to ask questions. I invite you to keep asking them. Discover what is true and right for you. Don't take whatever I say as true, right? You may have a different truth. Feel into your body. Because here's the big question. What if the twin flame concept isn't even true? Right? What would your story be then? What would you have to let go of? And I say all this just as an exercise to see where you might have some attachments to any story or concept. Because remember that sometimes our attachment to a certain story is what stops us from expanding our consciousness and limits us and causes us suffering. But also remember that as humans, we get to write our own story. Just because we hear a story from someone else that's attached to the twin flame concept doesn't mean it's our story. Doesn't even mean the twin flame concept is our story, right? We get to write our own story. So I invite you to write your story. 
So I hope that has been helpful and valuable. I know this journey is unlike anything I've ever experienced. I know that I wouldn't be where I am in life right now and have done so much healing without it. So if you're suffering right now, I just want you to know that this moment doesn't last forever, right? That's the beauty of life. We get another moment and another moment and another moment and we're always changing and suffering does not last. It changes. It transmutes because underneath all that is love and joy and happiness. I promise you. Keep turning inward. Take care of your heart. Hold it gently. Keep listening to your heart and your higher self and you'll be taken care of. Thank you all for being on this journey with, with me. I'm so, always filled with so much gratitude. Every time I sit down to record these podcasts, I, I really am blown away and humbled and honored and grateful. Thank you all for being on this journey with me. I am sending you all so much love. Namaste. Namaste.